3, 2, 1. Hello and welcome to D-Bad, the Don't Be a Dickhead podcast. I'm John Gilbert. And I'm Ian Thompson. And what we're doing here is leading a social movement to help make the world a better place through reduced dickheadery. Ian, there are quite unique circumstances that we're making this podcast. Would you like to set the scene and lead us into our topic? Yeah, that's right. So I'm self-isolating in my house with my family and John is self-isolating in his house with his family. It is at the moment the 25th of March 2020 and um, we're in the middle of the COVID-19 or coronavirus uh, pandemic. Uh, so everyone's self-isolating. We're unable to get into our custom-built, freshly made, state-of-the-art, beautiful, beautiful podcast uh, video studio at the office. So we're doing it from our homes. Um, so we hope you uh, do like it from the- our disgusting, dirty, yeah. <laughs> no soundproofing homes. We hope you like the decor and we hope you enjoy the podcast still. So what we're talking about this week is there's an awful lot of people in the UK and around the world who are doing some incredible work. Um, not just the healthcare professionals who are doing an amazing job around the world to keep people safe and as healthy and as um, alive as they can do. Um, but, there's, you know, everyone else as well is doing... is. I mean, even just staying in your house is a remarkable feat, really, for a lot of people. I mean... It's not know. as remarkable as some of the people out there. Yeah, but, it, but no, it's not as remarkable as doctors who are saving people's lives. But it, it still is, you know... It's tough just staying in your house. Anyway, so that's that's just as a precursor. There is also an awful lot of dickheadery going on. And me and John are here to talk about that dickheadery and uh, to talk about, you know, what's going on and what the behaviours of people. And yeah. The behaviours of everyone, not just some people, everyone, I'm sure, me at times, John at times. Um, let's talk about that behaviour with the theme of COVID-19, the coronavirus, and um, let's talk about how we can all be a little less dickhead uh, in these weird, these bizarre times. Absolutely. And I think one of the terms that we've popped up a lot on social media is covidiot. Covidiot. right? Covidiot. Covidiot. And I think we need to kind of explain what that is for anybody that doesn't know, anybody that hasn't been on social media, in case there's anybody out there, but happens to have a penchant for podcasts. Generally, a covidiot is somebody who ignores the warnings regarding public health or safety. And I found a really nice definition on Twitter from Erin at SFFC1983EW, who says that the comprehensive list of symptoms for a covidiot is extraordinary sense of self-importance, generally low IQ, Naturally attracted to toilet paper, predominant diet of pasta, has no idea of personal space, and that the treatment is that there is no effective anti-drug currently tested. So that's a COVID year, and what we're talking about is dickheads. Is it the same thing? I don't know whether it is. I like, uh, is it Lauren? Erin. Erin, sorry. Um, I like Erin's um, uh, definition. Not sure whether I agree with all of it. I don't think necessarily of low IQ because I think a dickhead is less of a slight on someone. 
we mentioned it in the previous episode, I think a, a dickhead is less of a slight on someone. It's someone who's just doing stuff where you sort of think like, ah, I know why you're doing that, mate, or I can see why you're doing it, but don't be a dickhead. Yeah, dickhead knows no class. It's got no intellectual social barriers. It's like the coronavirus. Absolutely, yeah. It, well, no, hang on. <laughs> That's not good for this is this is our first proper episode. Let's not compare ourselves to the coronavirus. The only good thing that would come from that, if we go as viral as the coronavirus, that would be good for our listener figures, but maybe not for our branding. Okay. We should probably explain who we are. So uh, yeah, we work in media and marketing, which might explain some of the language I've just displayed. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, John runs a company called Eskimo Soup, which is a PR and marketing company who work for companies for social good. Yeah, we generally don't work for companies, actually. We, uh, up until recently, ran lots of NHS campaigns. They're all on hold now, so uh, it gives me time to produce this podcast, if nothing else. Companies, and pu- companies public and third sector. Yeah, and Ian uh, runs a company called Storyboard Media. What did Storyboard used to do before the uh, pandemic? Uh, we, used to, we used to make, uh, we used to make <laughs> I remember the days, I remember them well. We used to make films, we used to edit things. It was good times, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we'll be back. Stronger than ever, spreading the word, making everyone the best versions of themselves by reduced dickheadery globally. But until we get to that point, we should probably record our first podcast. So I've been thinking about this difference between an idiot and a dickhead. Um, and I think really, rather than covidiots, we're talking about, I can't even say it now, covid dickheadery? Covid dickheadery. Covid dickheadery. Ah. So you've got that, you've got that. It's easier when you roll it. Just, just, yeah, just get, yeah. it, get it out. Okay, so what kind of COVID decadery have you seen? Okay, so I've been thinking about this. I've come up with a few examples of COVID decadery. Some of them I get very angry about. Some of them are just daft things. So my first one then that I've got on my list, it's about directives from the government in the UK. From the government in the UK, they've asked everyone to go down to lockdown now. So no one's allowed to be going to work unless you're a key worker, such as NHS, um, uh, travel, uh, things like that. But one of the things that they've put is things like construction. Don't get me wrong, I'm not a fan of the government in the UK. I don't think that they've been particularly clear with a lot of their directives throughout the coronavirus episode that we've been going through. However, you get an awful lot of people getting very angry with the government for the sake of getting angry with someone. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you get people sort of saying, oh, well, uh, it's not very clear, so I don't know whether I'm supposed to go to work or not. And they start asking questions, really specific things like, oh, does that mean I'm not allowed to go and lay paving stones in my grand's garden? No, of course you're not. Your grand's like 80. And if you've got to ask the question, then no, you're not allowed to. The government haven't been very clear. But what they have been clear about is stay inside. Uh, you know, just just stay inside. If you if you've got to ask a question about it, it's probably not on. Don't be a dickhead. Uh, yeah, I mean that's a good shout. And I think another thing that we saw earlier on in this was the stockpiling. I kind of get why people are doing that. I think that's coming from a position of fear rather yeah. than I'm the winner because I've got the most toilet roll or whatever it is. And this is a superb um, example of dickheadery because you can see where they're coming from. And I think they're the best versions of dickheadery. You can see why they're doing it. They just probably shouldn't be doing it. The weird thing about this one for me is what people are stockpiling. 
It's like, it's all well and good having lots and lots of toilet roll, but if you haven't got anything to eat, then what? And like you go into some of the shops and things and there's like, well, there's no toilet roll. All right, fair enough. You can kind of see why people are stockpiling toilet roll, but why are they stockpiling kitchen roll? You can use it the same as toilet roll. Like there's no toilet roll on the shelves and people are going up going, oh, there's none left now. And just like leaving again. It's like, but there's absolutely loads of kitchen roll, mate. And you could, that's basically the same thing. It was a very sensitive illnesses. Kitchen roll's a little bit more coarse, isn't it? It is, but I mean, you know, oh, we, we grew up in the 80s. near as bad as some of the stuff I have wiped my ass on over yeah, the years. Oh my say, God, yeah. that's, yeah, the, the, the stuff in the 80s, it's amazing we ever sat down again. Yeah, exactly. It's basically tracing paper. <laughs> um, but then like other things that people are stockpiling that I've noticed, cucumber, pickled beetroot specifically, tuna in spring water. But you go to the supermarket, there's no tuna in spring water left. There's plenty of tuna in brine. What's wrong with tuna in brine? It's, I mean, I prefer it. Well, that's curious. Went into Waitrose the other day. There was no chopped tomato, tins of chopped tomatoes apart from Waitrose Essential. So, I mean, maybe that says more about the Waitrose shoppers than anyone else. People are stockpiling chopped tomatoes, but not Waitrose Essential. I think they've got some kind tomatoes. of like filter around like yeah. cheap products yeah. where I just yeah. oh my god I can't believe all of the shelves are bare and all there is is just like Waitrose Essentials and cans of cheap lager Panic buying is an actual thing but it's trumped by snobbery <laughs> I just hope one day the next time a pandemic comes around that I'll be in a position to shop at Waitrose <laughs> Just to point I've out... Been, I've been in the queue with people at Herons before it all kicked off. Just to point out, I don't normally shop at Waitrose. The reason why we went to Waitrose is we thought there'd be less, it'd be less packed and, and with everyone panicking, things like that. And I think we were quite right. But there was still quite a lot of stuff that wasn't there. But it wasn't as manic as, say, Tesco's and St Stephen's, which I think you've got a dickheadery point about. What we have seen is... So Tesco, major supermarket saying, right, we'll open an hour early for NHS and key workers to come and get your shopping because you haven't been able to do it when everybody else does. So people show up for that. I'm certain that not everybody in the photographs that have done the rounds was a key worker. Lots of other people show up. This was just like the morning after all of the national stuff about how we need to socially distance ourselves. And people are crammed on like a scrum waiting to get into a supermarket. And... It bugs me for a couple of reasons, but I think the main reason is it was my home city. It was Hull. It's where I grew up, and we hit the national news for being dickheads. And it's just yeah, like, yeah. I never knew that that was a motivation for us creating this social movement, but yeah. maybe there is some deep shame that I wasn't aware of. And it's, yeah, it's, like, it's like people think like, oh, right, well, we've been told we've got to stay away from each other. So we've probably got a couple of hours still to be right next to everyone. Well, I can give you an example of the, um, the, the dickhead filter. So when they said the pups were going to show on the Friday, I've got to admit, I was just like, should we go to the pub? Because it could be our last chance. But then, <laughs> but, then if, but then my filter kicked in and said, no, that's ridiculous, John. That would be a really selfish thing to do. There'd probably be a lot of dickheads down there anyway. Don't do it. And I modified my behaviour. Like we often say... Me and John are dickheads also. John had the thought to go to the pub, as I'm sure a lot of other dickheads did as well. However, because he's aware of it, then he didn't. Also, just while we're talking about the supermarkets and so on, uh, this extreme dickheadery which has just emerged of people thinking it's hilarious to go into a supermarket and lick the shelves. And what? Yeah, take... Right, right. 
I've not heard of this. What on earth? Well, I, I, don't, I don't know a great deal about it. I don't know if they see it as some kind of like jackass type stunt, but generally young males um, have been filming themselves going into supermarkets and licking the shelves as a, like an act of bravado. Now, the thing is, that young male will probably not be majorly affected by the virus, but it's, they're still just... If they've got it, they've, they're spreading it. If they haven't got it, they could have picked it up and would still pass that on to other people. It's an extremely selfish, irrational behaviour. Another one that we've heard about is people actively coughing in people's faces. I mean, that's potentially manslaughter. This goes beyond dickheadery. My friend lives in Italy um, and he was telling me that their rules are, because we've just got, if you disobey the lockdown, it thir- uh, begins at £30, they're fine. Um, in Italy, you've got to fill in an auto-declaration to go out. So in order to leave your house, you've got to go on the internet and fill in an auto-declaration that says why you're going out and that you are going out. And you're only allowed out like once a day, maybe twice a day. But you're only allowed out for certain specific things like exercise or going to the shop or if you're a key worker. If you lie on your auto-declaration, it's a six-month jail sentence. If you lie, and on your auto-declaration, you've also got to say whether you've got any symptoms. If you lie on that bit and you have got symptoms, it's a manslaughter charge. And if that's what it takes to control us, that's a really sad state of affairs, but from what we've seen... But I mean, yeah, from the licking of shelves and the coughing in people's faces, then it definitely is. But I do think that, as you said at the top of the show, for every shelf licker, there are 100 diamonds out there the the we've just seen 400,000 people plus have volunteered to go and help with the NHS and um, my son heard that and went what they're going to let you perform surgery was, <laughs> he was, was he like, was already he was getting his gloves yeah. on yeah he's just like channeling doogie hauser we've seen lots and lots of positivity but every now and again there's going to be a massive dickhead mm. so what other kind of behaviors have have you observed ian in COVID dickheadery? Um, I think there's been plenty of COVID dickheadery to do with business. And it's something mm. that you you mentioned to me as well in the pre-show chat as well, was about businesses jumping on the back of this to an extent. I mean, yeah, there's the ones that are exploiting the situation for profit. Yeah. So my wife who works at the NHS was talking about suppliers who are just doubling their prices on things just because the NHS have got a like blank checkbook at the moment, which is just taking the piss. That's just dickheadery. Is the business stuff, things like that, and I'd also bring into this, and I don't think he he warrants a, a long segment in this at all because he's not worth talking about, but Tim Martin from Weatherspoons. You've created an atmosphere now. <laughs> I'm trying not to swear too much, but... This is a guy who was preaching that we should stay open and regardless yeah. of what we would spread, he's talking yeah. about not paying his suppliers. He yeah. just do, doesn't seem to have stood by his employees one iota as well. No, that no. guy is a classic dickhead. And do you know what, right? I think... This I is think a, he's more than a dickhead. Well, I think he, he goes beyond dickheadery, I think. Well, he's definitely in the category of a word that we've pre-agreed we're not going to say on the podcast. With a capital C... I think a lot of people right now are faced in business and in life with decisions about whether to be self-serving or whether to be public serving. And in business, that's can do with your workforce, your suppliers, and it's just a big opportunity for people to shit on each other. And, you, and I know that's happening because they're using the pandemic as an excuse to not pay bills, to not do this, not do that, the other. 
And we're all going to get judged at the end of this. And I don't necessarily mean in a biblical sense. I mean that people are going to remember. They're going to remember the ones that stood by others. And they're going to remember the ones that shat on everybody. And it's going to take time for that to be sorted out. But I have to believe, and I'd like to believe, that those that have done the right thing will be remembered. Not only will they be proud of themselves, but they'll reap the rewards from that. And those that maybe have displayed some classic dickheadery are going to find things a little bit more difficult going forward. And you'd hope so. Now, it might be more entertaining if we'd have just ranted about what a knobhead Tim Martin was. But the point of this podcast is not us to just rant about stuff. We are actually trying to make some sociological points that support our our mission to reduce dickheadery and therefore make the world a better place. Exactly. And we spoke earlier about the fact that a good example of a dickhead is someone that you can see why they're doing something. You can see their point of view. I think Tim Martin and people like that. He's beyond dickhead. Yeah, people coughing in people's faces, licking shelves, Tim Martin, um, they go beyond dickhead. I'm going (laughs) to lump him in with all them. I bet Tim Martin's been licking shelves. Mind you, Tim's the kind of person that would sue me for saying that, so I don't really (laughs) think that he has. I imagine he gets people to do that for him anyway and then decides not to pay them. (laughs) (laughs) What else have you seen? Okay, uh, Facebook. Facebook. Facebook filters going out of the window. People don't care what they post right now. Everyone's suddenly uh, an epidermatologist. Um, Is that the right word? I don't know. I've only just got behind him. COVID dickheadery. In fact, I didn't even get that right. Okay, then. Whenever I pop onto social media and things, it seems that there's just people just posting whatever. Everyone's lost their filter. Everyone's stopped thinking about, should I post this? Does it, you know, does it make me look like a bit of a dickhead? And I think a lot of the times, yes, it does. People have forgotten to filter what they actually put on Facebook. My final one that I've got for this week is um, kids. We've all been told to um, self-isolate. The kids stand in the backyard and they start chatting to the kids next door. Great. You stood more than two metres away. You're chatting to some other people. Absolutely fine. But then they start playing catch with a ball. Um, And they're throwing the ball from one to the other and then probably touching their faces and things like that. And you think, like, have you not thought about this at all? They're playing catch. the game of catch. Catch to its literal extreme. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, exactly, I hope the kids yeah. are all right. I'm sure that I'm. You know, they'll they'll be fine, won't they? Yeah. But it's just like, do you remember Nana? Do you remember that game of catch? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, don't do that. That would be a proper dickhead move. So I dare say we've only just scratched the contaminated surface of this issue, <laughs> but we should wrap up the podcast there and I think it is just to reinforce the purpose of this and we want this to be more than a rant we recognise that in times like this there is I would like to think a lot more positive behaviour than dickheadery but if we can eliminate dickheadery if we can be self aware if we can find those moments like we, we discussed earlier on about should I go to the pub should I go to the gym and just do the right thing we'll come out of this virus the best case scenario is feeling like we did the right thing it's more than a rant this it's not just what grinds my gears and is like that it's just talking to people and making them aware of things and if everyone can be a little bit more aware then the world will, will hopefully be a better place before we finish can I ask for next week's episode, and I've, I've really dropped this on you, I know that we didn't discuss this before, that me and you, 
each for next week's episode come up with an example of when we've been a dickhead. You come up for one with for you, and I'll come up for one with me. I think it'd be too hurtful for you to come up for one with me. Can I do both? <laughs> okay then. No, well, no, maybe yours is the safer <laughs> option. I like that as an addition, some kind of self-confessed dickheadery. Yeah, I think it's been a really tough episode, this, and I'm sure the next few will be tough as well. They're not going to be as exciting, though. I mean, God, we've got, like, a global pandemic. Exactly, but it shows that... It's like an action movie. That, you know, we've powered through this. It shows... It gives it gives it context. It gives it... It dates it, and, yeah, it's... This is, this is where we are, and this is what we're having to do, and that's what makes it more exciting. This is a piece of history. So thank you for listening. I've been John Gilbert. Three, I've been Ian Thompson. One. And remember... Don't be a dickhead!